This episode of John Appetit is brought to you by The Civic, an adaptive reuse of St. Joe's Hospital at 1600 West Gerard Avenue. The Civic is a new apartment building with thoughtfully designed micro studio one and two bedroom spaces for rent. Formed around hospitality and connection, the Civic provides shared amenities like a roof deck, art gallery, 24-7 doorman, golf simulator room, pet grooming station, and more. To learn more or book a tour, visit thecivicphl.com forward slash John. That's thecivicphl.com forward slash John. haven't started have you haven't started yeah this is live well not live. no I'm please continuing. don't no erase erase, erase this yeah. i'm not erasing this please <laughs> I'm not erase, gonna erase this please god hello ladies and gentlemen it. welcome to the latest edition of the john appetite podcast episode 143 the person you just heard because i'm not erasing the beginning part i think you this. should <laughs> person that you may not have heard in the beginning part is my lovely wife chanel i am roy chanel how are you doing this fine evening i'm okay and you I'm doing all right. We were playing a little bit of Joe Budden, mm-hmm. or as the people um, who know him and love him best, Joe Budden's, um, prior to recording the podcast because we needed a little bit of energy because it was a long day at work and we needed a little bit of energy, a little bit of time to, to, to get, get our juices flowing. And we have a very packed show for you guys. We're, we're back and better than ever on this edition of the Joan Appetit Podcast. In our main segment, we're going to talk about Kava, a fast, casual restaurant that my wife has been to how many times now? Uh, probably times? four. About four times. So we've got a nice nice sample size uh, to review to talk about or things to talk about at Kava. We have plenty of upcoming events to tell you about. A lot of stuff going on in and around the food scene of Philadelphia. And we have some new openings to tell you about as well. So a lot of stuff to get to, excuse me, on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. But before we start anything... As always, we want to thank you guys, the listeners, you guys for supporting us, for tuning in, for retweeting us, for all the things that you guys do for us. We thank you and appreciate everything that you guys do. Uh, we didn't, I didn't do this last time. Should have did it last time because it was basically for the last week of May. But mm-hmm. back on May twenty fourth, the last time I checked the chartable chart, or not the last time I checked, I just checked it. But back on May twenty fourth, we were up to number one hundred and four on the American iTunes, Apple Podcasts, food rankings. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen. When, when so, is that going away? When is iTunes well, going away? Well, iTunes is going away, but Apple Podcasts is still Apple Podcasts. Yeah. So the rankings ain't going to change. It'll just have a different name. They really call it Apple Podcasts now. So that's why we always say follow us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Store, Spotify, wherever you find us. All that stuff, I think, somehow gets back to that Apple Podcast algorithm kind of thing. Even if it doesn't, though, please follow us wherever you get your podcast and subscribe to us and, and leave a review, five stars, a thumbs up, a heart, all that good stuff. Uh, we truly appreciate any and all support that you guys have give, can give us and will give us. But please, you know, the more to mouth is the best thing. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell five people about the John Appetit podcast. Again, we truly appreciate all the support. And while you're doing that, please give us a follow on Twitter at John Appetit. We're also at John Appetit on Facebook and Instagram 
as well. Also, while you're doing that, check out our other partner shows. You can check out my show, The Broad Street Line, every Saturday at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP, Philadelphia. You can also check out uh, War Room Sports at warroomsports.com every Thursday from 6 to 8 on the Blog Talk Radio Network and Tissue in the Tape. Check them out at tissueinthetape.com, but you can subscribe to those podcasts and shows, again, wherever you get your podcasts, including us here at John Appetit. And as always, shout out to Tay Diggs for giving us a follow on the Twitter machine. I saw a lot of good press about All American on Netflix, so definitely want to check that out. Uh, before we get into it uh, today, we do want to um, send our condolences to the fam- family and friends of uh, Leah Chase, the uh, legendary uh, New Orleans chef who passed away on Saturday at the age of 96. Um, if you are like us and you've watched, um, you know, television, you know, Food Network and Travel Channel, and um, you're probably at least somewhat familiar with the story of Leah Chase. She was the co-owner of the legendary Dookie Chase restaurant in New Orleans. Um, but probably more importantly, uh, she was a, a civil rights activist and she kind of used food and used her uh, restaurant and her standing in the New Orleans community to kind of, you know, do what she can, to do what she could uh, for the civil rights movement. Um, here's a quote from her family. Um, here's a written statement um, after her passing. Quote, her daily joy was not simply cooking, but preparing meals to bring people together. One of her most prized contributions was advocating for the civil rights movement through feeding those in the front lines of the struggle for human dignity. She saw her role and that of Dookie Chase Restaurant to serve as a vehicle for social change during a difficult time in our country's history. So there's a lot we can say. There's a lot, a lot more I guess I'm going to say. But do you have any do you have any thoughts or things that you want to kind of add to that? Or I just want to add my condolences. Um, she was, what, 96? 96. Wow. That's a, a long life she lived. And a, she made a great contribution to not only New Orleans food, but right. to Southern cooking in general. And, you know, just to kind of get back to the, the civil rights thing, I mean, Dookie Chase Restaurant is the place where, you know, a lot of, you know, the decisions that were made, a lot of the meetings that, that were made um, in the South, you know, for for a lot of the uh, the civil rights activists, like they were made in at Dookie Chase Restaurant. And she literally like violated the New Orleans laws and allow people, white people and black people to sit together and eat in a restaurant because that was literally against the law, uh, you know, back in the 50s and 60s. Um, but, you know, people from all walks of life were able to go to Dookie Chase and break bread. And obviously people didn't like that. And the restaurant endured several threats. There was even a pipe bomb attack. Um, at one point on, on Dookie Chase restaurant at, at Dookie Chase restaurant, but she realized the importance of kind of, you know, the, the role that her restaurant and kind of food uh, plays in kind of bringing people together. And that's one of the things people always ask us, you know, why'd you, you know, start a podcast? And, you know, we always say, well, we like food and these are the conversations that we have. But the thing about food is, and the thing we always say is food, everyone can relate to food, to discussions about food and food is, you know, multi-layered. There's a lot to it. And it's, you know, but you can tell someone's culture or, someone's traditions or you can tell a lot from food and you can experience a a lot about people's cultures and traditions through eating their food right and and food again the food is a universal element that kind of can bring everybody together and and so that's the role that uh one of the roles that leah chase and and her restaurant dookie chase uh played in or plays continues to play her restaurant continues to play in society i just found this out uh before um we were doing the show um, she was actually the inspiration, uh, one of the inspirations at least, behind the uh, the main character in Disney's Princess and the Frog, the the waitress from New Orleans who was looking to start her own restaurant. 
I I did not see that. That movie. was I, neither did I. But I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> was, you were like, I thought you were looking for me for reinsurance. Of I thought you might have saw that. I, thought I don't watch been. cartoon movies. I neither do I. I'm just saying. I was just I saw it when I was kind of doing doing my little doing that's little kinda, background. That's cool. That's cool. And what the thing you saw? She was in Beyonce's Lemonade. I know that. I know you know that. Yes, I know that. Yeah. See, you know that. I don't watch cartoon movies. You're gonna watch? Oh well, that's not a cartoon. Movie. Beyonce's Lemonade is not a cartoon. No, movie. I was gonna say Lion King, but it's not a cartoon. I'm movie. not watching that. You're not gonna watch that? No. Beyonce's in it. I know. Okay. I don't like animated stuff. Did you watch Carmen the Hip Hopper? It wasn't animated. I'm just saying, did you watch it? It was not animated. So what do you tell me? Is Lion King really animated? It's like CG. It's digital. Yeah, CGI. Yeah, I don't like stuff like that. And I don't like movies with talking animals. Yeah. I'm probably one of the only people who's never seen Lion King. But yeah. I digress. Yeah, now, well. She was, Leah Chase was one of the inspirations behind The Princess and the Frog. Again, if you're not familiar with her work, um, again, you don't have to kind of look hard to find it because she's one of the most or one of, one of the most influential figures just in, in cuisine, not just, you know, Southern cuisine or Creole cuisine or anything like that, just in the food movement and the importance of food in American society. So, again, please, if you're again, if you're not familiar with Leah Chase, you know, check out Wikipedia, you know, check out everything you can find out about her. Again, she was a, a very, very important woman. Um, in the in the uh, civil rights movement as well, so please, Leah Chase. Um, again, our condolences uh, to our to her friends and her family and those those who loved her. Um, and she loved food, and we love food. And, and you know, we kind of do this podcast because again, we would like to share our love of food with others. And we have a lot to talk about in food, and probably food that, that she would even enjoy. Hopefully, you guys would enjoy as well. Um, did you see the, the Bruno Brothers? You're De Bruno. Is that the one that you go to? You're De Bruno Brothers down in um, Chestnut Street. Yes, they're opening up the. Uh, they're going to open up a new cafe and wine bar. The, uh, I think this summer, I believe July. Alimentary. It's going to open on the second floor of the. Is that the flagship? I'm not now. It's a big store. It's it's big. There's a second floor right now up there. There's the salad. One side is like salads. You get like salads made, and then the other side, it's kind of like. Um, pre-made foods that you can kind of like grab and go grab and weigh you know what i mean like you don't grab it they put it on the thing and you weigh it and then pizza not anymore the second floor again alimentary is coming there in july it's going to replace that cafeteria setup which is what they call it currently in place the cafe is going to feature roman style pizza charcuterie italian cheeses and salads and the space will have a wine bar and it will also serve beers and cocktails there's a, I think a wine bar like right around the corner from there too. Right around the corner from from uh, Bruno, Yeah. Well, oh, they're coming for they're coming quite hard. a few restaurants. They are over coming there. hard. Yes. Yeah. Again, that's set to open sometime in July. Again, it's the second floor of the existing De Bruno Brothers shop at seventeen thirty cool. Chestnut Street. So very interested in that. We will keep you abreast of everything uh, that goes on with Alimentary uh, from De Bruno Brothers. Now open in South Philly is a uh, Mediterranean BYO called Stina. This is open at 1705 Snyder Avenue. They're open every night for dinner from Tuesday through Sunday. Um, not a big space. Space seats 28. Um, but again, it's a Mediterranean BYO. And a portion of each month's sales go to supporting local charities. So you can go out and have a great meal and do something good for the community as well. Um, I don't know if you look, took a look at the menu yet. Uh, yeah, I took at, a look at the at, menu. It's South Philly. I dug it. I don't know how much you did. You get a chance to kind of uh, get into it, or I, I, I'm always down for the um, for kefta kebabs and chicken kebabs. Yeah, man. So I, I'll never say no to that. And I love a good falafel, so I would definitely try it out. And you know, I love chicken shawarma too. So 
I, I'm Mediterranean food is my jam. Yeah, it's your, it's so, your jam now. Yeah, so I'm I'm I I eat probably most of the things on this menu. Yeah, they're they're, they're light bites or they're mezes. They have hummus with ground beef. Did uh, you see that Ronnie or Ronnie John? Ronnie John. Did you ask me? Did I see the Ronnie John? Yeah. Did you, you ask me if I saw the Ronnie John? If I saw a pizza named after me, it's not did named I after see you. it? Of course I saw the pizza named after me. Thank you to the fine folks They're at not, Stina. It's not named after you. They have multiple pizzas, including uh, Margarita, uh, Supersada, and one named after our podcast, the Roni, mm. that Roni John, Pepperoni, Fresh Moots, and Sauce. I'm here for this. I'm here for that spicy Supersada with the honey. You know what I'm intrigued by? These Turkish breads with lamb sausage? And mushrooms, yeah, yeah man. man. Like this is a good looking menu. And they have pizzas, pizza, uh, pastas, and salads and sandwiches. Stina's menu looks pretty, pretty yeah, good. Looks pretty again. good. You guys should check it out. Seventeen oh five Snyder Avenue. Let us know if you go to Stina again. John Appetit at Gmail dot com or uh, John Appetit Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right. Um, another Morimoto alum opens his restaurant. We talked about the one last week or last episode that's right next to William Mulherans and Sons. A new one called Sushi Hatsu is now open in Ambler, the 51 East Butler Avenue. Now, this is a uh, restaurant from a chef named Harrison Kin. He worked with Morimoto or at Morimoto here and at Nobu in San Diego. So, again, very good pedigree uh, on his resume. It's a BYO serving sushi, seafood, and Japanese small plates. This is a lot bigger than Hiroki. This is the seat 75 and 11 at the sushi bar, and there's a private dining room. Yeah, and there's some interesting things on the menu. Talk to me. Um, a sh- just uh, There's a short rib empanada. I put that on my list. Short rib empanadas. Duck confit shumai. Didn't put that on my list, but I get it. foie gras and truffle miso vinaigrette. I try it. Very interesting. Pan fried dumpling with lamb and pork. I'm here for that, man. This is a good... Look, this is Sushi Hatsu. This is a good-looking menu, folks. It's a very good-looking menu. Spicy seafood soup, clam, shrimp, mussels, and scallops. Um, there's a surf and turf roll with lobster tempura, avocado, and A5 Wagyu beef. I mean, there, this is some, there's some fine-looking stuff. You can, get, you can get into trouble. I know the internet likes these $200 dates. This might be a $200 date <laughs> spot. This is a good-looking menu. There's some things. So you menu. heard it here first. Ray Burton said he's taking his wife on a two hundred dollar date. No, I said on the internet they type they talk about these. We're on the internet. We're on the internet. I prefer to think that we are out there just in the ether and just wherever. We're on the internet. This is really. I'm not. I'm not on the. I heard I'm getting a two hundred dollar date. Um, I heard that Sushi Hatsu has a Groupon that they will send me (laughs) to in order for us to go there, and that will be awesome. Uh, no, Sushi Hatsu, again, now open uh, in Ambler, again, 51 East Butler Avenue. Ten, count them, ten Philly restaurants named to Open Table's Big Night Out list. Speaking of dates, if you want to take your special someone out to a special place, Open Table said, hey, here's a list of 100 or so. I think it was like 116 or something. But basically like 100 best restaurants for a big night out in America. Philly got ten of them. That's how fire the Philadelphia food scene is. Shout out Tom Calicchio. Shout out Padma. Shout out that dude with the glasses. Shout out all <laughs> y'all. Gail Simmers, Simmons, Summers, all you two. You, know you get these Simmons. Names. Simmons? Yes. Simmons, you get these shots too. All of y'all, 
come to Philly. You got to stop. Can you name? You can probably name some of these. Did you see the list? I have the list. Oh, so it's not, it's <laughs> not a fair game. I should have said no, and I should have named each and every one exactly. from the list. Like, wow, that's amazing. How'd you do that? I just can't lie to you. First uh, of all, you wouldn't know I was lying. Yeah, anyway. I know, because you would, you, would, you would just name them all. You wouldn't throw in something nah, to throw me off. I wouldn't even off. try to sne- be sneaky. The list of 10 that made the open table list. Budokan, Del Frisco's, Double Knot, Elvez, The Love, Park, Sampan, Soraya, Tallulah's Garden, and Zahav. Um, for Still the ones we've eaten not at, gone to Elvez. For the ones we've eaten at, these this is legit. We can say that this is a good list. Yes, this is a very good list. Yeah. We probably eat a, you know half of these places. Over half, right? Um, I didn't count. Um, but no, it's a good list. Again, if you have a big night out, again, this is a nice baseline to start from. Philadelphia has a lot of great restaurants, and these are just some of them. So check these out. Can shout out to Philly for making the open table big night out list, and finally. A restaurant that just missed the cut, Pizza Hut, has a new has a new recipe. I'm sure they didn't miss the cut. Well, maybe they did. No, they didn't. Philadelphia, uh, Pizza Hut, excuse me. The first update of its original pan pizza since its debut back in 1980. I think that's a lie. You think that's a lie what? That this is the first update to the pan pizza. Really? Because it doesn't taste like it did when we were younger. Right. So how is this the first update well, they changed the recipe? recipe why? Like, I'm not sure. It's not our taste buds that changed. It's the pizza recipe that well, changed. So okay. they're lying. All right, well, fine. Okay, but finish. <laughs> finish. Excuse me. I didn't mean to interrupt to oh, point no, out that, that pizza that's is fine. a bunch of liars. But hey, 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 you call it like you see it. I, yes. I appreciate the honesty. Uh, they have worked on this process for three years. They have a newly engineered engineered plant, pan, excuse me, a new blend of cheese and a new sauce. So I bet you they're going back to the old recipe. You think as, something changed about three years ago? As someone who at Temple University lived off of Pizza Hut. True. Lived off of it. Because it was nice and cheap. Mm-hmm. This, the, my taste buds didn't change something, from then to yeah, now. Something changed. Something happened to Pizza Hut that made me say, I can't eat this anymore. And it wasn't because I thought I was too good for Pizza Hut. It's because they changed something. Something changed. So for them to say this is their first time they changed it since 19... Liars. Lies. You changed it to make me dislike it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try it again to see if you change it back. Just out of curiosity. I want it it to be free, though. I don't want to pay for it. You can get a large two-topping pizza for $7.99. I don't... Yeah. No. Yeah. Just give me ground beef and onions and I'll know. Because that's all I eat at Temple. (laughs) (laughs) Like, ground beef and onions. So you get... So... Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Those were my two toppings. Okay. Ground beef and onions. I'm not sure why you got to eat that a little bit. <laughs> what? That's fine. I mean, I it's better than you with just cheese. I get pizza. Not the one with the, uh, the pepperoni. The one at the Wawa, the Wawa down in downtown. It had the pepperoni. The little ready-made joints. That's not a... Re- uh-uh. That's pizza. No, that, that was fire. Ready-made? The Wawa, yeah. The Wawa had the little Pizza Hut ready-made joints. Oh, Yo, somebody's, no. Somebody listening no, no, knows what no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Speak like when this. they actually make you a pan Listen pizza with ground beef and onions. The Wawa on the corner of 16th and Walnut. What it used to be, Wawa. For what's there now? The, uh, uh, what's the Insomnia Cookies is around that corner. And okay. Whatever's there. Yeah. That Wawa there, it had a mad long line because it was a fire Wawa. They had the little pizza joint, ready-made pizzas. Either had cheese or they had the pepperoni. That don't even sound that right. Was clutch. That's clutch no, sports. No, 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 no. That's Rich Paul. That was good stuff. Um, but if anybody knows about this pizza, the pizza, like, I, all right, I got to pull people behind the curtain a little bit. 
We ask you guys to try a lot of things. A, because we like to hear from people. We like feedback. B, because the places around here that serve these things are trash. Pizza Hut around here is trash. KFC around here is trash. What else around here? I'm trying to think. What other restaurants do we have here that are not great? Chipotle is not the best. We have one of the worst. Um, Taco Bell. Eh, Taco Bell's okay. Nah. You don't Our know. Panera Bread's not good either. Yeah, like I'm not a Panera Bread aficionado. I like Panera Bread, but the one near our house is not good. California tortilla is just not good. But and I don't it, know if, that, if that's just not good everywhere or if that's just not good. No, because when they first opened, it was good. Uh, it, it, it's, it, I'm kind of understanding your theory about about why we need to care about the schools and school boards talk about it even though we don't have children talk about it can i can i put my theory out there yes because i personally let me just put my theory out first Mm -hmm. and then you can follow up my personal thought process was i don't care about like the schools in my area or whatever because i don't have children so it's not something that i think about Mm -hmm. but roy's theory is that we need to live somewhere and pay the taxes um for good schools because and you finish it up the thing is, you need to have be living in an area with good schools because those kids in these high schools and look, even in the community colleges or whatever like that, they work at these establishments. And so if I go to a Chipotle or a KFC or a Panera Bread, I, I need to have confidence that this 18, 19, 20 year old kid is going to take pride in his or her job and do things right. And your theory is that if we live in an area with good schools, those kids work in those places. And because they went to good schools, mm-hmm. they have pride in their work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't buy that theory. Yeah, you just said you, you just said I see you what you're it. I'm starting. No, I'm but I'm wondering if we just live in an area where these kids just play around too much. And then they get these jobs. Right, I, I, mean, I feel you, like the kids in our schools, area. But if you go to a good no, school, I, there's I, a less of a chance. No, you play I feel around. like these kids were educated appropriately. They just play too much. I think they play too much. <laughs> I think we have the kids over here who went to college to go party. And I just, I don't know. These kids over here, they they're different. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is they're that they're, we have they, a, they socialize in the restaurants. All they, I'm saying is we have a lot of data points. Okay, there's a lot of data points here <laughs> that lend credence to my theory. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm know. saying. And all I'm saying, these kids, man. All I'm saying is, if we got into our car and drove 30 minutes mm-hmm. north or northwest, mm-hmm. there we are, get it. We do get a different Chipotle. We do get a different. I'm saying everything. I'm just. I'm just saying. And 30 minutes north northwest, schools are better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, listen, <sighs> listen, I'm just putting it out there. Uh, I don't want to accept that, but but you, they they got to step it you up, know it's man. Right. Your heart they you know it's make right. me so mad. Kid tried to charge me for the lettuce and the salad. How are you going to charge somebody for lettuce and a chipotle Lettuce and salad? a chipotle. I asked oh, for man. a chipotle salad. I usually get my lettuce in a separate bowl because if you get a barbacoa salad with no rice, the the juices will make your lettuce all wilty and wet. So I get the lettuce in a separate bowl and then get all the fixing. And then when I get it home, I, once I drain all the juice, I can put it on the salad. Kid tried to charge me for the lettuce. Come on, fam. Come on. Um, when I asked him, did you just charge me for the lettuce for my salad? Well, we have to. No, it's, you don't. It's, it's, it's a salad. It's the salad. It's the <laughs> lettuce for the salad, I say to the kid. He looks at the other girl because they 
for some reason, our Chipotle requires two people at the register. It wasn't a training thing. There's always two people at the register. Um, one to watch the buttons, the other one to people? press. I never get two people. I always I get, get two people, people at the register. Always. And one is watching the buttons and the other one presses. And so the other, they look at each other and I'm like, it's a salad. The lettuce is just separate. It's in a separate bowl. It's just a salad. And he thought about it for about 15 seconds and then he <laughs> like took the, took the charge off. Yeah. Ugh. You know where that doesn't happen? Kava. No, but you know what's funny? What's up? I think he's the kid that asked me if I was a teacher because I looked like his teacher. Oh. Uh, which was a little insulting. So why would you charge your teacher? Why would you, why would you it was your a little bit some, insulting. Some free and salad. I, and now that I think about it, he probably was super scared because I reminded him of his teacher. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Well, I don't know. But if that's your teacher, you would think you'd hook them up. I don't know what that was about. But, um, uh, anyway. Anyway, they don't do that at Kava. That's what I know. Um, oh, well, maybe they do. No, I know. Kava's, <laughs> we'll so, talk about that Kava's so busy that, you know, I can't even say anything. Yeah. So on the other side, we will talk about Kava and we will tell you all sorts of the, all of the good things that you can get at the new Mediterranean fast casual restaurant in Center City. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back to the John Appetit podcast segment number two. This is our what's good Philly segment. And what's good this week is Kava. This is a Mediterranean fast casual restaurant. It has more than 80 locations nationwide. And we got our first in Center City. When did they open up? When, when, I have about, no idea. About a couple months? I have no idea. A couple months ago. We talked about it a while we ago. Did. So when I talk about it, I'm maybe not, not going to. a couple months ago. No, maybe we talked about maybe maybe a couple months ago. We I'll look it up because you're gonna cook. You're, you're gonna you're gonna just yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna freestyle this because I'm not gonna go through everything that was on the menu because we talked about that when we talked about this place before. Correct. I'm just gonna talk about what I ate in my experience. Well, just really quick though. Can I just say yeah, really go, quick? Go, go. So the way Kava works, and if I'm wrong, you can correct no, me. No, we talked about it before. You know. Uh, you start off with a base, and it can be a salad base, a grain bowl, or a pita. And then they have various dips and spreads and proteins and toppings and dressings. And basically, you kind of like you can create your own kind of thing. So you can come in, oh, let me get some quinoa, let me get some dips, you know, some, some hummus on top of that, and some lamb, and all sorts of good things. You make your own thing. You know, it's kind of like a Chipotle type of deal. Or uh, what's the other place that you go to? Um, Naf Naf. Naf Naf, kind of yeah. like that type, See, of, I, type of restaurant. Yeah, not I knew you were going to say that. Not cuisine, not cuisine. No, no, no. No, but yeah. I knew you were going to say that because I actually went to Naf Naf today. Oh. Um, And thinking about Chipotle and thinking about Naf Naf and thinking about Kava. Kava is, it's the same concept where you select your things and you go down the line, but it's just so much better than those two. Okay. Why is that? Um, I think it's the ingredients and the offerings that they, they have at Kava. Okay, first of all, um, just to let you guys know, I went four times. Four. Um, and the reason why I went four times is it took me three tries to get to the point where I had my perfect kava bowl. And now that I have it, that's just what I'm going to eat there. Because 
if you guys listen to this show, you know I'm a creature of habit. Once I find something, that's what I eat. That's what I like. So I've only had uh, the the one base. It's been the same base. It's the Splendid Greens. Um, the Cava Splendid Greens are a mix of chicory, endive, romaine, radicchio, and escarole. As Roy, as Roy said, they have a bunch of different bases, um, including like they probably have about four or five different salad bases. Um, you can go with rice or beans or all kinds of stuff that I just didn't want. <laughs> So then you have, um, you can add dips and spreads. So the dips that I've tried, I've tried the tzatziki, the crazy feta, and the harissa. Big fan of the tzatziki and the harissa. Not so big with the crazy feta. It's very cheesy. So, Mm -hmm. you know, cheese is your thing. Knock yourself out with that crazy feta. They also have like hummus and then roasted red pepper hummus. I haven't tried those. I'm not really interested in trying hummus at other places because I'm kind (laughs) of... Um, yeah, Dissengoff has just ruined, Dissengoff and Zahav has just, they ruined it for me. And, um, what's Soraya has really good hummus too. Like, I, I'm just not doing that to myself. Um, (laughs) you gotta know, you gotta know. know If everything else is good, I'll, I'll have something to say about their hummus later, but everything else is good. I think their hummus is worth a try. Um, yeah, nah. I'm straight. All right, well, hold on. Well, then I don't, not to cut you off. Okay, go ahead. They sell their hummus in Whole Foods. Okay. They Um, sell their hummus, there's Atziki and Harissa. In Whole Foods Market, they sell it in Mom's Organic I'm, Market. Yeah, I'm very locations. happy for them. I'm just saying, like their their hummus has does you know, does Michael Solomonoff sell Ditzengoff or Zahab hummus in the grocery store? No, then I don't care. Okay, never mind. Okay, all right. Um, so I have tried three of the proteins. I tried the grilled chicken, mm-hmm. the braised lamb, and the spicy lamb meatballs. Grilled chicken, very good. It has that charred taste, like you can taste the grilling on it and everything. It's a it's a good grilled chicken. That braised lamb is something different. It's literally like fall apart, tender. There's a little spicy kick to it. It is so good. Spicy meatballs, fantastic. Um, as I said, I it went fourth time to get my perfect bowl. My perfect bowl is a mix of the braised lamb and the spicy meatball. So I do a half and half where they'll give me uh, the braised lamb and then two of the spicy meatballs. Perfect. Perfect. Seasoned perfectly, cooked perfectly. That braised lamb hits different. It's like, it's like, that's why I say it's different from when you go to like a naf naf or uh, a chipotle because not that the meat's inferior there. It's just you're not getting braised lamb there. Mm-hmm. Not that tastes like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not naf naf lamb. I'm sorry. Um, no, they have uh, beef and chicken. Okay. They have like uh, the chicken shawarma, beef shawarma, and then they have like a chicken kebab plate that they do. Um, so that braised lamb, that spicy lamb, that's that's good quality. You can also get roasted vegetables if that's your thing or grilled meatballs or falafel. I haven't tried any of that stuff. I don't want any roasted vegetables. Um, so then you get to add toppings, and there's, like, all these toppings. There's more, um, I believe there's more feta cheese if you just want feta. Um, I do the cabbage slaw, which is very good in my opinion. I'm a huge cabbage fan. I also like their pickled onions. They're very mm. sweet. They're super good. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do like the Kalamata olives. They have tomato cucumber. They have uh, pickled banana peppers. Just all kinds of stuff that you can kind of add to either this rice bowl or the salad or whatever you're you're making. Um, and then you get to drizzle dressing on your um, your bowl, your salad, whatever you go with. So I've tried two different kinds. I tried the yogurt dill. 
which was okay. You know, it's yogurt. It's still not a huge fan of it. And then I tried the lemon herb tahini. Mm-hmm. The lemon herb tahini is my jam. Love it. It tastes really flavorful, not too overpowering with the lemon. It's just like the right balance of lemon and herb. Very, very tasty. And then they have a few other ones that you might want to try out. The bowls are, you get um, the portion sizes. You don't, it's not a situation where sometimes you go to Chipotle and they're just not giving you enough. I feel like they've trained, I feel like they've trained these people to know how much to put in your bowl. You know what I mean? Like, cause I've never like felt like, and like I said, I went four times. I never once felt like, oh, they should have added more greens or right. why they only give me like five olives or, you know what I mean? I feel like they, they give you what a substantial amount of food. I feel like the quality of food is there. It's excellent. Like the greens are crisp. They're, they taste fresh. They don't taste like they've been sitting all day. Mm-hmm. Um, the meatball, perfectly cooked. Braised lamb, perfectly cooked, perfectly seasoned. Um, the tzatziki sauce, refreshing. That harissa has a nice kick. I will say this. I prefer the harissa at Naf Naf. Okay. I think that so it packs a little bit more heat and it has a little bit, it's more flavorful. Although the harissa at Kava is very good. Um, the My only hang up about Kava are the lines. Mm-hmm. And I haven't quite figured out the hang of the ordering on my phone. So you can order online, right? Yeah, you can yeah. order online. I got to figure out like how to get exactly what I want the way I get it when I go there on the phone app. But I, I also noticed that sometimes when people, when I go in, the people who ordered online are kind of standing there still waiting for their food. But that happens at Sweet Green too. So mm-hmm. I just think it's a just, issue. it's a timing thing. It just yeah. gets crazy downtown at lunchtime. That that I, that I would say is my biggest hang up with them is that line. They're very fast about it. It's just there are so many people trying to go here yeah. that it's ridiculous. Would I recommend it? Yes. It is now in the rotation. Yeah, man. Um, I Last week, I think I went twice in one week last week. So that says a lot considering the fact that I'm only downtown three times <laughs> a week. <laughs> and yeah. out of the three times, two of them, I went to lunch at Kava. Um Love, love, love those onions. And I'm not a big onion fan, so that should speak volumes. Very sweet, nice. They add a nice element to that spicy lamb and those mm-hmm. spicy lamb meatballs. And when I say spicy, it's just a hint of spice. If you're it's afraid tough. of, it's just a touch of it. If you're afraid of spice, it's not going to burn you or anything like that. It's 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 a good amount of heat. It's just, it's nicely done. The, the seasoning, everything. And I just don't feel like... Um, like I'm being cheated or anything, and it's not like super expensive either. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really not. How much is like an average bowl? I I don't know because I always get a drink with it, so I'm well, probably paying bucks. about. Um, with my oh, you gotta keep, be in mind too that I do the two meats, so I get charged extra. So for my bowl, I probably pay about twelve to thirteen dollars for your bowl. For my bowl, okay, with so maybe the like extra, ten bucks, nine ten. Yeah, bucks? nine ten bucks. Okay. Yeah, and downtown, that's not bad. No, it's not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Mm. And when we say downtown again, Kava 1713 Chestnut Street in Center City, Philadelphia. That's the only location that's open in PA now. There is one coming to Ardmore. It's supposed to be later this year. Um, Kava's been open since the last week of January, um, just for that. And I feel like um, I should I could be selfish and not tell you guys about it because uh, the lines are too long. And <laughs> But because no, I love no, no, you guys. No, no we know. We sh- you got to share food. Because I love you guys. I want to share the wealth. Who does know? See? I highly recommend that you guys mm. go there. Plus, I'm always down with people going places that I love. That means yeah. they stay open. They stay in business, right. They stay in business. Yeah. 
So if it means lines out the door this summer, it's fine. I'm going to figure out how to use the, the app anyway, so I won't be standing in line anymore. I just have to make sure they get my bowl. No, I, no, no. We want you guys to go to all the places we like. Yes. Every single, you can go as much as you want. Like, I really don't just care. Just keep them open, please. Just keep them open. We just want we them really open. Like, like, if I really want some meatballs from Little Nona's, like, I can sleep well knowing that you guys go to Little Nona's. Because yeah, like, the meatballs will stay. Because the meatballs will stay. Like, the, like any place that we want to I need go you to, guys to go to Double Knot a lot. Go to Double Knot. Go to Sampan. Yeah. Go to all the great so places. So these places stay open. Because it's all yeah. about me and what I want to eat. No, I'm kidding. Cava <laughs> uh, has, again, more than 80 locations. Um, basically, they're up and down the eastern seaboard from Massachusetts all the way down to North Carolina. There's also a bunch in Texas and Austin, and there's a few in uh, California as well. So if, anybody's out, if anybody out there has been to uh, a Cava, please let us know what you think about it. Any pictures? Again, please share. I'm John Appetit on Instagram. Hashtag John Appetit and hit us up and let us know what you think about Kava. Or if there's any other restaurant similar to Kava um, that, that you're aware of or a fan of, again, please let us know. Really quick before we end the segment, I should have should have done this in the first segment, but I will make it part of the Stats Delicious segment. Lord. The number today is three. What does three stand yeah. for, ladies and gentlemen? I don't, know. I don't know. This is the third year your people are going to be part of uh, the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, That's right. July twenty eighth, five thirty p.m. Tattooed Mom, five thirty South Street. We're doing another live show to close out the well, right before the closeout of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival twenty nineteen edition. More than six, I think, more than sixty shows were were uh, selected this this year. It's more than two weekends. It's going to be two weekends of amazing entertainment. All literally all over the city. Like there's a ton of of uh, great podcasts from the 17th, July 17th through the 28th. We are on the 28th, 5:30. Uh, excuse me, 5:30 p.m. 5:30 p.m. Is it 5:30 or 5? Yeah, the website. Because when I first saw it, it was 5:30, but I think they had the times 5 o'clock, but they changed the times. It's 5:30 because oh. the Broad Street Line, my sports show, is on at 1:30. This us, the bra- uh, John Appetit, is on at 5.30. Clear your schedules, people. Come on out. Come down. We're going to have down, giveaways. We always give people free stuff. We people, always give free stuff. People always enjoy our live shows. Yeah. Have a good time and you get free stuff. We have free stuff. We'll be eating some weird stuff. We'll be having some some guests and we'll be asking some weird questions. We're going to do some fun stuff yes. that, that day. So please we'll come We'll also have out. some stuff for you guys to taste. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, so, you guys will get stuff to eat. Yes. Um, you'll get stuff to kind of, you know, you'll have some great entertainment and I will put this out there and I put this up to all the time. If you come up to me mm-hmm. and say, Hey, I heard you guys talking about this on the show. Glad I wanted to come out. So I want to say, you know, I, you know, I, you don't even got to say you like us. Just say, I heard you talking about it on the show. I came out. I'm here because I heard you guys talk about this podcast festival on John Appetit. I'll buy you a drink. I will buy you Where's a drink. Where's going to buy a drink? I am going to give away a t-shirt. Oh, we're going T-shirt gang. Yeah, I'm going to give away T-shirt, t-shirt. gang. All right, so T-shirts and drinks. Look, just come through. Just come through. You, you at least get in the drink, and we'll figure out the T-shirt thing. Yeah. But come through. We're going to have a good time. It's a, it's a, we always have a fun show. One lucky T-shirt. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out the T-shirt thing. Yeah. But we you definitely got to come up to us, though, and say, hey, heard about you. Then you get a drink. So at the very least, you will get a drink and things to eat. Yes. And the, one uh, lucky winner will get 
Maybe I'll do a t-shirt and we'll something else. We'll we're going to do one lucky winner with a bag of swag. We will, we'll, but everyone else will get free stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something. Yeah, everybody gets free stuff. Yeah. We always give out free we'll stuff. We'll have people draw numbers. And if you pick the right number, you get a t-shirt. We'll do a little, we'll do a little tickets, a little ticket thing. Yeah, yeah. ticket raffle. Yeah, we'll, we'll, do raffle, a raffle we'll do a raffle for a thing. t-shirt and some, something else. Your promise. And a lot. No, I, I <laughs> want to give away. No, no, no. We're gonna have some giveaways. We're gonna do some some very cool stuff. Yeah. But again, everybody's gonna get something uh, again. But come on out. We're gonna have a good time. Five thirty p.m. at Tattooed Mom. Five thirty South Street. It's very simple to remember. Simple. simple. July twenty eighth. Again, check it out. Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Check out phillypodfest.com for all the information about all the podcasts this year. We are going to take another break. On the other side, we're going to give out. Uh, first, we'll do our upcoming events and give out some invitations to Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back to the John Appetit Podcast, segment number three. We always start off with the upcoming events and a bunch of stuff to get to, including the Baltimore Avenue Dollar Stroll, June the 6th. That's this Thursday on Baltimore Avenue um, from 43rd Street to 52nd Street from 530 to 8 p.m. There are going to be dozens of vendors outside um, offering dollar deals on various things, food and crafts and all sorts of good things. Little Baby's Ice Cream is going to have dollar scoops of ice cream, Clarkville, Dollar Chicken Wings, Dock Street Cannery, 7-Ounce Beers, Loco Pez will be having dollar tacos. Can't beat that. It's going to be a very cool event. It's going to be live music and all sorts of great things as well. You know, one of those kind of stroll the street and kind of sample the things of the neighborhood event. So check this out again. This is the Baltimore Avenue Dollar Stroll in West Philly on June the 6th from 5.30 to 8 p.m. For more information, check out universitycity.org. This Saturday, June the 8th, is the Fishtown Festival. This is an outdoor festival on Frankfurt Avenue between uh, Gerard and Oxford. We actually talked about it on the show last year. We had a chance to check it out last year and go to William O'Heron's and Sons multiple times because their pizza was fire. Um, but there's more than them. There's more than 30 food vendors offering sandwiches and empanadas and ice cream and wine spritzers and all sorts of great things. It's free to attend, pay as you go. Um, old vendors or returning vendors from last year include Joe Steaks, which we which we tried last year, uh, William O'Hearns and Sons, Cow and the Curd Food Truck, Johnny Brenda's, and Fetty Sal. New vendors this year include Poe's Sandwich Joint, Aether, Philadelphia Meadwell, Goose Island Brewhouse, and Honey Grow Test Kitchen. There's going to be activities for kids and craft vendors, and I found this out. Friend of the podcast. Uh, Maureen Walsh, John Batiste of WXPN, DJing on the Oxford stage from 12 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. on Saturday. I don't know which stage the Oxford stage is like. Actually, it's probably how many blocks is like 10 blocks? It's a pretty, pretty long. Me and you, festival. you and I don't have um, the same thought process around blocks. I don't know. How long, how many blocks do you think it was last year? I don't Just know. give me a guess. <laughs> I don't know because you would. All right, can we tell the people that Roy will tell me something is a block away? 
but then we'll be walking forever. And then I'll say to him, I thought you said it was a block and he'll go a Philly block. And I don't know what that means. He just uses it to trick me to walk long distances. So now I'm completely confused about what a block is. Um, Again, peek behind the curtain. I now need to tell my wife 0.2 miles, 0.4 miles. He has to tell me that. I have to go on Google Maps and say, oh, it's only 0.4 miles away. I can't say, because when I say it's three blocks away, she doesn't believe me. No, I don't believe her. Because when we get there, she's like, this felt longer than three blocks. Well, I'm like, well, it's 0.4 miles. Um, yeah. So, okay, just from what you remember last year from the fish town thing, right? Mm-hmm. You remember the beginning with Joe's those steaks, the cheese mm-hmm. steaks, from all the way to the end where they had the arts and crafts mm-hmm. and all that stuff. How many blocks do you think? Six. Okay. Six blocks of entertainment. I think it's longer. Why are you laughing? Because I think it's longer. Well, you tell me. I said it's about 10. We'll split the difference. Let's say it's about eight. Let's say it's about eight. Let's say it's about eight. I don't know which stage is the Oxford stage. They have maps and stuff there. But again, friend of the show, Maureen Walsh, John Batiste, WXPN. They have very good taste in music. They'll be DJing on the Oxford stage. Really? 12 to 2.30. So check them out. Say what's up. Say John Appetit sent you. Get a picture, and then we'll do something that's nice for you. We'll figure something out. It's a shame I'm going to miss that. Are you going? I don't think so. I don't think so. But if you guys go, free parking at Sugar House from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. or 2 a.m., excuse me, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m., and maybe more importantly, after this is all done, after party at the Fillmore Beer Garden starting at 7 p.m. So a great day of stuff. You can make it a whole day out of it. The Fishtown Festival starts um, at 12 p.m. and runs to 8 p.m. But again, there's the after party. There's a free parking in the Sugar House. You can make a day out of it. If you go, William O'Hare and Sons Pizza get you some ice cream. Was Weckerly, Weckerly's had the ice cream, right? Yes. Weckerly's had Weckerly's some ice had cream. some really good ice cream. Uh, Ramona Susan's Bake Shop is going to be there, and they have some awesome it's, cupcakes. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're selling or not, not but yeah. yeah. There's some good food down there. Yeah. There's some good yeah, food Yeah, we down had there. really good food last, yeah. last year. So so definitely check them out. And there's going to be activities for kids and, and vendors and all that stuff, too. So check them out. Again, June 8th, uh, Frankfurt Avenue between Gerard and Oxford. Next Saturday is the Pizza Delphia Pizza Festival. We go The second annual well, we're going to another place the next day. Yeah, so uh, so are you, are you doubling be, up? Oh, I'm I didn't doubling know. up. Oh, it's I didn't, a pizza I didn't, weekend. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't think you were. I didn't know you were team double up. Let's double up on the pizza weekend. Right, we I'm like a kid with ice cream. Right, we gotta talk off wax. <laughs> okay. Um, pizza Delphia, all you can eat pizza, music and games, live entertainment, live demos, and live podcasts and more. And it's free parking down at the Navy Yard. Um, pizza restaurants that are going to be there again. You pay one flat fee, forty bucks. Um, one flat fee. You can pay the VIP a hundred bucks. It gets you in an hour early. Gets you access to the VIP lounge, two drink tickets, a T-shirt, and a pizza making class. So mm, you don't that. But you if learn, you do, that'd so be great. If, hey, if you want to get in early and, and learn how to make pizza, you can do that at the VIP. Uh, get the VIP tickets. Kids are twenty-two bucks. Again, this is all you can eat pizza. Uh, the restaurants include Santucci's, Rion, uh, in Riva. Brigantessa, Pizza Brain, Blackbird, Tony Roni's, and more. I think it's about 30 vendors or Oh, so. that's more than last about, year. Yeah, more. Last yeah, year was the few. first one, right? Last year was the first one. This okay. is the second annual Pizza Delphi Pizza Festival. Again, uh, it's at the Navy Yard, June the 15th. General admission uh, starts at 12 p.m. VIP starts at 11 a.m. I believe the website's Pizza Delphi Fest. I'm not sure. Just look for Pizza Delphi Pizza Festival 
and you will find all the we information. Had a good time last you need. year. A very good time last year. Very good time last year. Awesome pizza, pizza. was awesome. Awesome pizza. Awesome vegan pizza from Blackbird. But of course, you got to go to Rion because they're the OGs. Yeah. Um, nothing. Nothing but respect for my presidents over at Rion because their pizza is amazing. Fabulous. Sunday dinner time. It's time now for our Sunday dinner segment. This is the portion of the show where we hand out invitations to people for things they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy or on some level at least noteworthy to us. It's a bit of a break from us talking about food all the time, although we kind of figure out a way to sneak food in 90% of the time anyway. I know I am this week. I don't know if you are. No, mine is a special one that's noteworthy to me. Special? Yes. Am I going? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. My Sunday dinner goes to my nephew, Jermaine. Yes, shout out. Timothy Young. Shout out. You did it, Jermaine. (laughs) You did it. He is graduating from high school. Oh my gosh, Roy B. Absolutely. Absolutely. My baby is graduating from high school this Monday, which is why I cannot attend the Fishtown Festival. I need some more cheese. Because I will be in Connecticut. To watch my baby walk across the stage and get that diploma. diploma. I love you, Jermaine. Congratulations. Congratulations, I'm Jermaine. so, so proud of you. Awesome. That's a very good one. I can't even, <laughs> I can't top it. I'm going to get these jokes off. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's yeah. time to get these jokes off. Can, can I just tell one no, story? No, no, no. Tell So, um, when did you meet Jermaine? He was one, two. Oh, he's, he was, he's 18 now. Yeah, he was two. So, two? He was two years old when Jermaine, um, Jermaine met Roy. Roy and I knew each other before that, but when Jermaine met Roy, uh, Jermaine was two years old. He was a very advanced two-year-old. And I don't know if he was two or three by the time he said, is he your boyfriend? <laughs> and we just looked at him because he was a kid. And how what would a kid know about boyfriend, girlfriend? He goes, I said, well, why do you say that? Because he's a boy and he's your friend. Is he your boyfriend? <laughs> I will always remember that. I love him so much. All right, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. no, no. This is this is what this is for. This is what this is for. Um, my Sunday dinner invite. This I've been saving this for a while. This was in my back pocket for for a minute. Probably should have did this before, but I got to do this because this is the greatest one of all time. I don't even know their names. I know it's Alex and his wife, and I don't know last names, and I don't need to know any more okay. last names. So there have the there's for those of you you may know this those of you may know of a social network called Nextdoor. So we're um, on that. Yeah. So people, you know, Nextdoor has a basically people in every community kind of sign up for Nextdoor, and you can kind of tell people about goings on in your community, and you know, crime and people stealing packages, and you know, random people cutting through backyards and stuff like that. You know, and you see some of these emails, and some of them are funny or whatever. Um, so there was a next door thing in, uh, some community in New York, somewhere, I believe in the Bronx. Okay. And, uh, this man, um, he's a father. He was at the point of time, a father to be. And he, he was saying, you know, he said he wanted to start a meal train. It's one of those things where, you know, like people cook you a meal, you know, if you need it for one time, whatever. And then you return the favor and you cook somebody else a meal if they need it. One of those things. So the guy says, my wife and I are having a baby. I like to start a meal train because my wife and I are kind of frazzled. We're not really sure, uh-huh. you know, what we're doing or whatever. So if you're feeling neighborly, you know, if you don't mind cooking us a meal or whatever, that'd be awesome. Okay. Okay. So it starts off rather innocuously. Okay. Uh-huh. A little weird. Well, whatever. And so he's, you know, 
you would think that it's like, all right, well, maybe, you know, if I make a meatloaf or something, mm-hmm. I got extras. Or if right. I cook up some burgers for 4th right. of July. Mm-hmm. No. My man's makes out a list with... Did third, you tell this one already? No, I didn't tell this one. I didn't tell this one. This is a different couple? I never told this story. I never told this story. I told we, you. We never did it on the show? We never did it on the show. Oh, okay. Never did it on the show. Never, never, I'm never. like, I heard this before. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we never did it on the show. Okay. So the man, yeah. Alex, he had 30 specific meals with recipes. He oh, no, this is different. He this says recipes. This is definitely He's different. like, we like. No, you didn't tell me this. Grain, grain bowls with chicken, chickpeas, and avocado and sends the Epicurious link. Okay. What? Lentil, sausage, and chard sends another recipe link. Okay. <laughs> Chicken soup with white beans and kale. Send them, like my man literally sends a, the like the links to the recipes here. Yeah, Greek yogurt, fage, like asking for brands. Fage, twenty five percent. Homemade granola, things you know, peanut butter energy bars, dark chocolate, seventy percent. Got to be seventy percent. Yeah, because he specified the percentage. Right. Oh wow. So here we go. So all right. So we're so we're already on the way to crazy yeah, train. Yeah, right. This is crazy. So. There's a thing. It says least favorite meals. You know, Alex really dislikes mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. But he says, you know, it's not about the food. Text me and check in. Maybe come visit. Vacuum. Wash some dishes. Walk the dog. Wait, what? If you can't cook them a meal, if you just come through and just vacuum a little bit, wash some dishes, <sighs> walk the dog, quote, that will nourish us just as much. Please, please tell me you have the response from. I'm the not neighbors. even done. I'm not done. Okay. So he says, you know, like sometimes you know, do the dishes, and you know, simply bring your smiling conversation. <laughs> Text me on your day so I can let you know what we need. If we could use some food and prefer no distractions, I'll put a big white cooler in our side yard. Wait, what? My man is like, look. Like, right. like we want you to cook, but if we don't feel like being bothered with you, you could just leave it Yo, in the cooler. You can leave that escarole with the white beans and the kale in this cooler if I if you text me and I don't feel like 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 ch- chopping it up with you on Monday. That's insane. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. So That's they got insane. so they got lit up. I mean, and they should. Um, yeah. They Jim, have. Jim, uh, Jim was a man. Jim and Alex, Alex's wife. Jim and Alex Burns, and they got lit up. Up, yeah. So Jim and Alex Burns, um, who I believe might have started a, a GoFundMe too, maybe. Not sure. Yeah. Yeah. And now again, you know, every now and then, you know, we all can use a little help. And if you know, say it's okay. You know, times are tough. You know, if you guys can like you know share some extra food with us, you know, that'd be great. You know, I get that. <laughs> all right. You can't be sending Epicurious recipes and sp- specific yogurt that you like, and say, "I hey, just come through and just just walk the dog," because you know, because we're we're about to have a baby. <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, like what? Uh, so again, we're about to have a baby. We're stressed out, man. If you could just vacuum for me, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be great. So they're both pregnant, but just text me before you do anything because I, I just might be chilling. And the crazy thing yeah. is that it's the dad who asked for it, right? Us. It's the dad. It's the dad who asked. Like, All this stuff he could have been doing himself, like, yeah. 
You took the time to find the links to the recipe, but you couldn't take the time. Bruh, bruh. You take you had like thirty different places. You found like thirty recipes. You could have took the time you spent looking for these recipes first of all, and like a make one or two. How first about that? Of all, the, <laughs> and the crazy as crazy as all that is, mm-hmm. my biggest issue with this is you really swapping food with your neighbors. <laughs> That's like weird. No, you know what I mean? Like, you know how people like bring over pies. Yeah, or no. Well, I, I know you. No, you know, I don't know how people cause, bring cause over you, pies. Because, all right, so for those no. of you who are unaware, if you're new, welcome to the show. <laughs> um, for those of you who are unaware of um, the way, what my wife thinks about food that's not cooked by people she knows. You may have seen the picture on the internet where like the cat's paw is in the baking <laughs> uh, that, that little baking dish. Was that the mixing pan? Yes. Like that. What, that's what my wife believes everybody's house is <laughs> that she doesn't know. Like if she doesn't know you, if she's not related to you, it doesn't really know you well. She believes that even if you don't have animals, she believes that there's cats just roaming around the kitchen with their paw in the bake, in the mixing pan. That's really what she believes. So that's why I, that's why she is the way. That's she That's why is. I could listen to that whole story. And my whole thought process goes to why are these strangers swapping food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about it's not about anything else. Nothing else. You know? Just the fact that like, you're I was, like, I was like, oh, you're going to eat some food from some random from random people from next door because we have next door. Right. I don't know those people. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, we have next door. Um, yeah. I'm not eating anything from the people no. close on next door. My neighbor spoke no, no, to me the other day. No if she had a standing in front of her house, I would have had no clue who she was. Yeah. She was in front of her house, so I said, oh, that's the neighbor. <laughs> She's saying hi. I've seen my neighbors in grocery stores. I don't know I'm them. Say, like, I, we like our neighbors well enough. Yeah, I like them. The street's quiet. It's nice. But I don't know them. Yeah. They have they all have cats. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. In my opinion, they all have cats. Yeah. So um, Jim and Alex Burns, you get the invite for Sunday dinner. We'll even cook you something because apparently it's so stressed out. You guys are so stressed. I'm not cooking anybody um, anything. <laughs> they'll, they'll get this KFC and like it. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, we're not leaving anything in your cooler because you don't want to be bothered. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but te- you text us and let us know what day is good for you and we'll let you know whether or not you can come over. How about that? And if we don't want to be bothered, we'll leave your KFC <laughs> in the cooler. <laughs> Exactly. All right, that's it for this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Life is a series of moments and moments pass, so be sure to make this one last. It's not the last thing. See, you didn't even catch that. Are you just going to let me cook? I'm just wondering how much are you going to bite off of? I'm just having a little fun. No, seriously. Uh, Again, this is the John Appetit Podcast. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Now, our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you John Appetit.